Welcome back for another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. Uh, we took a solid three months off. We came back with a members-only podcast, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, and now we're back on the main feed for everyone else. We've got a special guest. Um, we've got Jay all the way from Shanghai, Shanghai Soul. I think some people probably recognize the name from Instagram. How you doing, man? Hey, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm doing pretty good here. Still in Asia, but not currently in Shanghai. I'm currently in Taipei, Taiwan right now. Right, 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 right. We just talked about this, but I had to intro you as, as Shanghai Seoul. Oh, of course, you, of course. You can't be Taipei Seoul. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for sure. For sure. You're right. So I'll, I'll start real quick with actually like how we came across each other. Um, you know, we're the, we've branded Soul Savvy. We've branded ourselves as the no resale company. Um, and you know, I believe it was the Jordan one story with Alex, um, Steven LeBron for the, everyone on social media who kind of had you quoted in our Jordan one story, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I had done a couple pieces with him prior that, um, it, really funny story. I mentioned it on his podcast. I actually did like a coronavirus update in Asia with him Yeah, on one of his, uh, on one of his podcasts for maybe about like a month ago, we did a piece, uh, it was also about Jordan one's. And he dropped it on his Yahoo Canada site, and one and we have a lot of Canadian teachers, and mm. one of them was on the Yahoo Canada site and was like Jay Shuang, I G Shanghai Soul talking about Jordan ones, and he's like, wait, my Jay Shuang, like the <laughs> Jay Shuang that I work with, Jay Shuang, and he like showed it to me, and that was super funny. But yeah, um, we collaborated on that Jordan one piece and that was super awesome. I thought that was really informative. It got like three different perspectives on, yeah. you know, the history of Jordan ones and where we think it's going and what we think, you know, as consumers, they should go next. And I thought that was a really good piece. Definitely. And, and for me, what stood out about you is your Instagram profile. You know, it goes through your little bylines and stuff, but it finishes with spread the love of sneakers and not a reseller. And when I saw it, <laughs> When I saw not a reseller, I'm like, okay, this is my dude. Someone on Instagram actively promoting that they are not a reseller is a rare sight on IG these days, especially in, in, on sneaker Instagram. Um, so I thought that was refreshing. And then, you know, you kind of, you became a member shortly after yeah. you joined in on the Slack and you've been seeing everything we've been doing. So it's been good to, uh, good to have you on board. I got to say um, two things. First thing is definitely not a reseller. Um, yeah. One I don't know how I would feel about it if I lived in the States, but being in Asia, um, I have so many people hit me up in my DMs asking me for shoes because, uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but just because we get shoes early or we get special releases mm. in, in China and Asia, um, that it's too much work to ship it to the, to the, to North America, like to the States, to Canada. It's, it's one, not super expensive. Like shipping is like 50 to 60 bucks. And then, you know, there's just no profit and it's too much work. And then I got to stress about like tracking and, and all of a sudden it takes like three weeks to deliver something. Like it's just not worth the hassle and the headache. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the big reasons why I don't resell shoes. And number two, um, what I was going to say is, yeah, um, the uh, Soul Savvy program is, is awesome, man. That's all I got to say. It's freaking amazing. Like it's what you, what you guys are doing and the amount of work that you put in, it's uh, greatly appreciated by all the members. I got to say. Yeah. It's been a good, um, well, it's been a wonky ass year, but it's been good to, you know, see the, the family of soul savvy members grow and everyone kind of having success on different levels. 
Yeah. It's always nice to see people buy shoes and just like wear them and be excited to wear them instead of trying to make 20 bucks. No, bucks, I know. Whatever it might yeah. Be. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's dive in. You know, I, I wanted to have you on because uh, you live in a completely different part of the world. And sometimes we get, you know, in here in the US Canadian bubble, North America, we get stuck and kind of we forget that there is other sneaker markets and other things going on. So for sure. Like, I think the, the first thing, like I'm looking at your Instagram and you've got shoes just sitting on walls at Jordan stores <laughs> that are sold out here. And like the Instagram comments. So you got like 40,000 followers on Instagram. Like the Instagram comments are like, fucking shit. I've never seen this. Like, what the hell? Why can't it be like this here? Like how commonplace is that? Um, It's really, okay. It's really interesting because there's two ways to look at it. And it's a gift and a curse. I w- uh, let's go pre-COVID. All right, let's okay. go. Let's talk pre-COVID right now. Maybe back in like Thanksgiving of last year, 2019. Thanksgiving, there was no Wuhan virus. There's no coronavirus. There's no nothing coming out. Like we're all good. Everyone's going out, dr- day drinking, patio drinking, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, shoes were very hard to get in. Are are very hard to get in Asia. Okay. Like the hype stuff is extremely, extremely hard to get. And it is way more expensive. Interesting. Okay. So let's go with, uh, let's go with uh, like a Jordan one off white. Right. Yeah. If you look at StockX right now, they're going for what? Like three, 4,000 Chicago's. Yeah. Chicago's are up to like 4,500 last I checked. Okay. US. okay. Yeah. So like, so 4,000, 5,000, something like that. Yeah. But I remember at one point they were like 1,500. Right. Like that was, Oh yeah. Like you could get them for like 15, 1600. I remember when, right when they dropped, you could still get them for that price at that price. When it was 15, 1600 in the States, it was already $3,000 in Shanghai. Interesting. Right. So like right now they're, it kind of leveled off a little bit. You could probably get them for like 5,000, 6,000, but it's, but we doubled that price like way early on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was already super not affordable when they dropped. Right. So I, well, I guess we'll get into more of a general release sellout shoe in a sec, but is it possible that could just be attributed to the fact that the focus for brands around really hype stuff like that is in North America because that kind of sets the trend for what the rest of the world's looking looking for? Totally. You could say that China or like, you know, maybe not Tokyo and Korea so much because they're very like trendy in general, Mm -hmm. but like in China, they definitely follow what's hot in the States. So for example, like dunks are starting to make the resale, like are starting to get up there in the resale market in China. Whereas before you could get a pair of, you know, like when pigs fly for 190 bucks. Um, But now they're like, you know, 600, but in general, our retail is more expensive than North America. So a pair of Jordan ones costs uh, two oh five retail there. Uh, comparable to US, I guess, right? Yes, comparable to US. Okay. So obviously, you know, we don't include taxes because we don't. Um, it's already built into the price. Ah. But I mean, you're paying like one sixty, one seventy. Throw in like fifteen bucks for tax. You're paying like one eighty five. We pay about twenty bucks over on top of that. Still a premium. So almost almost a shipped price in the U.S. And then you got to add on. Yeah, correct. Shipping if you're going to import. 
correct. And so like all like the Zoom, like those uh the green ones that I just posted, they, those cost two fifteen retail. Right. Which might end up being resell in North America by the time it's kind of by full. the time they actually drop, yeah, yeah. That that'll be like resale. So my my vision my like price point on shoes is all over the map because right. I still tend to calculate in US dollars. And so when I see a shoe that drops for like 250 or 230, I automatically start thinking in China money, yeah. like RMB. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's only like, that's only like five bucks, 10 bucks more than I would pay in China. Like, oh yeah, that, I'll cop that all day. Like that's nothing. Right. right. So, so, I mean, like I, I, I is there a, there's a, there's another, there's a resale platform, right? Uh, I think it's called Poison. Am I not yeah. Mistaken? So what's so that experience Poison, like? Um, I have to say Poison really, I, I don't want to, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to come off as like tooting, uh, tooting like a Asians got it, like got it down pat. <laughs> uh, and, right. But, um, like we have a platform called DD, DD car service, which is Uber in China and it mm. blows Uber out of the water. It's like way better than Uber. Like the map format is better. The service is better. Um, they all wear like professional attire. They're all wearing like white shirts, black ties. Like mm -hmm. it's very professional. And they tell you like when the last time the car was serviced, like it's very detailed Yeah, and poison is a combination of Facebook, uh, StockX, and Goat all rolled into one. And by Facebook, you mean kind of like there's like a, a, a lack of a better term, community. And there is a community in it, and you can you can be on Poison and have a page and not buy any sneakers at all. So you can have a profile. Okay, cool. You can have a profile, and you can post, and they have like different hashtags that you can use and it's not just for shoes it's for everything so it's like almost gotcha. like a lifestyle it's it's almost like facebook where it's like a lifestyle it's almost like instagram right where it's like you can you can do like workout stuff you can do like outfit of the days but it started off being a sneaker thing and um you know one thing that <clears throat> i've uh i've looked into and i don't want to reveal too much because i'm 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 trying to cook up something right now for, for, for North America and we can talk about it offline later, but, um, it's, it's a really cool platform. Um, but they only sell shoes like StockX, So only brand new. Mm -hmm. So they only sell brand new things, but they do more than just shoes. They do clothing, they do watches, they do bags. So, um, yeah, it's a very, it's a very comprehensive platform. Smart. Yeah. It sounds like they've kind of done a little bit more. I've only been to Japan um, as far as the Asia's go. And I was blown, blown away at how organized and just, they fucking do everything better <laughs> as a country. I just felt like, you know, compared to uh, the U S and, and Canada to degree, it's just, they just operate on another level. Like uh, I was honestly, I was, I was blown away. I'm like, this is just how the world should be. And also the people, um, drastically nicer people. <laughs> when was the last time you were in Japan? Uh, a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, okay. So fairly recent where it's like, yeah. Cause I know a lot of people that 
have like, oh, I was like, I was in China or I was in Asia. And I was like, oh, when? They were like, oh, 2005. I'm like, oh, it's way different now. Like, <laughs> for worse or for better? Uh, for, for better, in my opinion. Like nice. people that have been to Shanghai um, that prior 2015, I would say it was a lot, it was a little harsher. Hmm. And it, that was just five years ago. That's not even that long. Right. But right. I would say in the last five years, like Shanghai has improved on a lot of like social social levels that have made living there a lot more comfortable. That's good to hear. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've never outside of Japan, I've never been. Um, but I was impressed. So I'm not surprised to hear that they've figured out a better version of StockX and, and Uber <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at all. But back to, back to the shoes. So the most limited stuff um, resells more, has more value, but I think we can tie that down to um, more, less stock, essentially, just kind of how right. they're allocating that right. around, the, around the world. Um, Correct. You know, I think for the most part, sneakers, US, uh, gets the most stock for every release compared to anything else. And, you know, a prime example of that is like, we look at the off-white fives that dropped in February and everyone was like, Oh, this is the most limited off-white drop ever. It's only in Chicago, like three stores. It's only on sneakers. It's going to be impossible to get. And then the price, like, you know, sneakers released it and you're seeing tons of people actually copying. Like it wouldn't have surprised me at all. If sneakers had, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 pairs on there um, right. just for the U S market. And then the price dips in half. So it's interesting how they allocate, but on the flip side of that, it's like, you know, we see, I'm seeing what's on this wall, those ones, or even the flints from before, um, the blue threes, the, the, the red 14s, the Toro 14s, like this other stuff that is gone pretty quickly in the US is sitting over there. And I think right. the flip to that is they have a lot of it and they can, they can bring it to you guys there and sell it there. Um, do you think that's fair? So, oh, so the second part where, it was a curse because the expensive stuff is doubly expensive yeah. and you're a hundred percent correct. Like the, the quantity is definitely allocated to North America first and then the world everywhere else. But I will say probably Asia gets the second most stuff. I would say it probably gets more than Europe at, at this point now yeah. because I think Nike and everyone else has realized that China's got money. Yeah. Right. And, and, <laughs> and then yeah. people are willing to spend, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you look at StockX prices, you can tell right away size eight and a half and nine are like always the highest flyers. And I'm sure yeah. as someone like you that studies the market and stuff like you, you guys know that that's like that golden size of reselling. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, 2019 in particular was brutal for anyone like size seven to nine and a half. Ten yep. was kind of the tipping point where prices would uh, you know, drop and, or, and be cheaper. Right. It's interesting how that's flipped this year, kind of knowing that, um, you know, everyone over there is not buying as much. Um, and it's not, it's kind of easier to get stuff. And, you know, the virus has affected that side of the world first. And now it's coming over here. Now it's like sizes 13, 12, 11, 10 and a half are the most expensive I'm seeing for releases. And they're right. selling out first. Um, again, this is stock X space data strictly and general assumptions, but yeah, it's it's the, the resale world is it's crazy, and and it's always going to be dictated by various things going on in the real world, which we've seen this year. It's been wonky as hell. So going back, sorry, I didn't answer the question, which was yeah. going back. The reason why I would say stuff like if you look at my most recent post, it is like the wall at I'm at the Nike store, and you see 
flints on deck. You see hares, you see those Concord breads, um, the Royal cements, like th- those are all on shelf. And I mm-hmm. would say for the most part, at least in China, China is totally dictated by the resale game. Wow. As a culture. As a culture. Yeah. Like there's so many, if you think the U S is bad and like IG is crazy and, and Canada is like, Oh, everyone's like a reseller. It's, it's on a whole nother level when you get to a resale market in Shanghai, because most places they don't do lineups. They don't, they, it's all by cell phone. You just register by cell phone. So you like, right. And, and, and a lot of these places, like, you know, if you're a factory owner, you got like 700 people, 600 people working for you. And these, and, and they're like, Oh, I'm going to make some extra cash. I'm going to have these 500 people register for this, you know, Jordan one drop. Yeah. And you're toast. Like you're literally toast. You have no chance. Um, I told this story uh, a couple times before. I remember when the Bape NMDs released. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't line up. I, I just asked. I was like, hey, when are you guys releasing them? They're like, oh, we're releasing them tomorrow, uh, 8 a.m. I was there 8 p.m. the night before. I was picking up some hardens. And then there was already a line around the block. And the first 30 people I saw worked for the same person. Wow. So it's just like, you talk about resale game where it's like IG and like, you know, they're stunned with their like 30 pairs. We're talking like thousands of pairs by the same person. Like it's not even, it's not even close to like comparable. So, but what the resellers want is they want the exclusive stuff. They're going after like the big money. Like to them, it doesn't make any sense to like sell cement Royals for like 20 bucks extra, you know, like, they're going after stuff that they can sell for like eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand dollars and plus extra. So and for that, like it's those that kind of stuff sits, you know, because they're just like, eh, it's like that's not that's not gonna move numbers for me and that's not mm-hmm. worth my my manpower and my effort. So a lot of non G not a lot of non OG stuff sits. Yeah. So a lot of like Chinese New Year exclusives. Yeah. So people in the States and, and Canada are like, yo, those are fire. Why are they only coming out in China? Like that's so messed up. Yeah. Cause every year Chinese new year gets a special Jordan and Nike release. Those sit in Shanghai. Like those go to outlets. Those, uh, taxi 13s. You remember those, uh, like yeah, they're kind of the reverse. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But they're like, uh, the reflective it's all 3M material. Yep. I remember um, those, those went to, those went to outlets. Yeah. And those, those sold out here. Sell- those sold out there. And then I, I sent a couple to my buddies in the States and they were like, dude, these are selling for like 300, like 400 bucks right now. And those, those went for like 40% off in Shanghai. That's, that's crazy. What we need to do is open um, a, a soul savvy depot near you where we handle logistics. <laughs> like, you know, like if there's still Flint sitting anywhere, like, yo, let's get a, boatload of those sent That's over. What I, so like, I remember when you were like, Hey, like I need someone to like, ha- like send donor pairs for the soul savvy ones. And I was like, I need donor right. pairs of ones. And I was like, I was like, I think we got those, but like, just the sh- like, I, like I said, like it's the shipping. shipping. That's just, it's such a, it's, it's expensive, right? It's not cheap. It's, it all goes by weight. And you know, if I sent a pair of LeBron freaking graffitis, those things are like, <laughs> 
two kg like they're like two kg man they're like five pounds it's like that would cost a grip to send to north america yeah my my only experience with with buying out of really asia anywhere in general is um juice like you know Mm. one one package with them is an easy 50 60 us um just to get it and it just (laughs) it adds up the cost right but like the stuff i bought is like clot air force ones or the the, you know the medicom bare brick with nike like that stuff's like super rare where 50 60 bucks is not gonna it's not no gonna no stop i don't care purchasing it yeah exactly. yeah like it's at that point it's like i would gladly pay 50 bucks to save you know 500 so um yeah it's 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 interesting to kind of hear all that i think i think a lot of um north american sneakerheads would say uh it's a it's a struggle and they hate kind of the logistics of how things operate and what's going on and Obviously, we're trying to help and solve that through Society as much as we can, but it sounds like you guys got quite a quite a conundrum over there. Um, well, it's crazy because, like, I would say right now, it's been, it's definitely this time period has hurt the resellers, so they're not as active, which has made buying easier for people like me, right? Yeah. Like, they're not because money's tight. Like, people aren't spending as much money, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're not, they're not as busy trying to buy up all the stock. And then it's hard because when I go into a store like today and I see all these things sitting and I'm like, wait a minute, I was like, when are those zoom green, green racer ones coming out? I'm like, dang, mid August. And I'm like, and then they're just sitting in store. And it's like really hard for me not to pick up like a second or third pair just because I'm able to, right? right. It's like, like I have a pair in Shanghai. I have a pair in Shanghai. I'm not going to, uh, who knows when I'll see them again. Yeah. Um, but I'm like the fact that I'm holding it right now, it's like making me feel like I should buy it just because North it's America early. can't get it. Yeah. I know, exactly. It's, it's early, it's, it's, it's yeah. early, but it's on time. Yeah. Right? yeah. Cause they were supposed to come out. What? End of June. Oh, I've lost track of all the delays. Right. Yeah. They got pushed so many times and those green, uh, those Royal cements. I just yeah. saw a new update mid-october i'm like holy crap that's like three months from now yeah wow that's crazy i didn't even see that i I was waiting for a release date for those to come on my i i I think i saw it on either sneaker bar detroit or z z uh, sneakerhead z that it got pushed to mid-october and i'm just like these joints are literally right in front of me right now (laughs) I wouldn't buy them, but I feel like I should. <laughs> it's like this is like messing with my head a little bit. Yeah, it it it's it's weird because I mean I guess it's just been this year, and and maybe it's just the fact they can get it out to you guys sooner. I I don't know. Um, because logistically and and through COVID and and shipping and all that stuff, everything has been late this year. Release dates yep. are a complete mess. I don't dabble in like future releases until it's like a week or two out because it's such a waste of time um right especially this year so yeah i mean logistically everything's being being made over there so to get a shipment out to you know taipei or shanghai is a lot easier than to get it out to new york or la so maybe that's part of their strategy right now for sure i mean they're i mean they're not gonna just hold all their quantity until they can release in the states right or Mm -hmm. it's like a global release they're like oh we got this pair now it's only going to take two days to ship it to our Shanghai stores. We're going to do that now. Otherwise, you know, I mean, hearing the numbers that they lost 
this year already. It's like, I can't imagine them withholding product just so that they can make them all unified drops at the same time. Right. And it, it might help as a, you know, a, a litmus test as far as how it does there. Like, Hey, if we put this on a shelf and it sells through 90% with no marketing, no really anything, it's just kind of something we have on the wall. You know, maybe now they know, Hey, we've got something that we should push maybe heavier in other markets and whatnot. So there's benefits. Definitely. Obviously money is one of them. <laughs> just put now it on the let's get some cash. Now, now I want to ask your opinion on something because yeah. I would say in our age of buying and looking at sneakers on IG and Facebook and, and all those platforms, Soul Savvy, we're so desensitized by seeing a shoe so many times over and over again before they actually release. Mm-hmm. When those Zoom Green Racer ones do drop, do you think they will sell out or do you think people will be like, oh, that's old news already, even though they haven't dropped in the States, but you know, like they've already been on the internet for like, by the time they come out, they will have been on the internet for like six months already, right? Like, yeah, that's a good question. So I'm I'm pulling up on on StockX right now. Um, that and the pair. prices have dropped on them. They yeah. dropped because I remember at one point when they first dropped in Asia, I was like, "Hey, does anyone want these?" I asked my my close friends. I'm like, "Does anyone want these?" And they were like, "They're going for like three fifty. And I yeah. was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, three fifty, like. I can get it for retail right now. Yeah. But that's, but and that's, that's just tied to the fact that like no one has pairs in hand, right? Like it's, it's always going to be a little inflated regardless, oh, correct. regardless. Correct. Um, and so I looked at prices today because they were still sitting on shelves and they're only like 225, 230. Yeah. Like that's, and retail on them is what, once, 180, 190, because they have the Zoom. They're like, what, 180 yeah. or something like the, that? The, the Zoom ones are 175. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Re- reselling around 220. I think I come back to, I mean, look, ones are really hot this year. I, I think this, this shoe will do fine and, and it'll sell out. Maybe it's a couple sizes linger. Um, I personally don't think it's the best colorway. It's not as clean and obvious as the the white racer blue one, the Dior. Yeah, those are nice. GR yeah, those baby Dior. Version. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, but like that that shoe released in Europe first, you know, a, a solid demand. And then, you know, it was going, you know, it was going for like, shit, 280. Um, once after yeah. it released in Europe, it came in the US and it dropped down to one, 199, like retail, 175 plus tax. That's that's retail, 199 on StockX. So, right. Um, really easy to get. And now they've seen this kind of spike of, madness up to 300 and so i think i i guess to answer your question <laughs> ultimately yeah what do you think like i'm so curious by that i don't think people i know short attention attention spans are short and they still i think if anything it builds that kind of like oh i've seen this i can't have it i want it and then it comes back into your you know frame frame of mind in three months you're like okay mm. now i can get it all right fuck it let's do this mm, um mm, obviously mm. things change you know new releases money spend especially right now with everything going on priorities shift all the time but i think it helps uh, you know the the thing you want the most is a thing you can't have and and right you know, i talked to this on the members podcast a members only podcast um a couple of days ago man dunks are just limited on purpose so nike can ensure we don't have them because they're coming back at us in 2021 with a fucking boatload of them and there's going to be a ton of them i totally agreed with what you said it's such fuckery what they're doing like i i refuse i i'm putting my foot down and i'm like nope i am not gonna fall for this shit because like there's no reason like 
like Brazil dunks and like all the college dunks. It's like, there's no reason why people are losing their minds over these. It's like the most basic. It's like red and white. It's blue yeah. and white. It's orange and white. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? You can buy a red. It's just supply. It's just, that's all that it comes uh, down to. If it, if, it wasn't, like, if it wasn't Nordstrom dropping 20 pairs online or a boutique with 12 pairs, do it, like if we're talking 100 or 200 pairs per store, people are going like, eh, yeah, sure, it's cool. I'll buy them. But they're not losing their minds and trying to spend three, four, five hundred bucks on a dunk. So anyways, we, we're not going to. We're not going to get into this. We're, <laughs> You're we're not going to go back. No, I, I just I just did 30 minutes on this like, <laughs> like three days ago. Fuck it. But, you know, yeah. to my point, I think, um, like I said, uh, something you can't have, you want more. And I'm um, seeing it early and seeing other people could potentially have it. People will get it. And North America is not, I don't think it's as bad as kind of what you were saying in China. But I mean, resale helps. It looks something that, that you can't get for retail or less in 30 days or 60 days. I mean, you're going to buy it for retail because it's there and it holds value to you, right? People are building collections and sometimes the best way to build your collection is just to buy stuff um, right. and use it for trade bait or have to sell it to buy something else. So yeah, resale kind of, it does dictate things here as well. You know, if you see something below retail before release, well, fuck, it's, it's a no brainer. It's going to go on sale. Um, right. You know, even, right. even I'll do that for stuff hovering around retail. I'll say to members, Hey, I do not recommend buying this for retail unless it's from, a retailer that lets you do returns within 30 days for free. So you can make a judgment call around that or right. hell. Right. I mean, I had, I had, we, we, we put up uh, cool gray fours and black cat fours in our member store for 25% off like a week after release. Cause there were so many and the fever pitch for it to buy wasn't at what it is now. And now then the fucking things are 300 us and we were selling yeah. it for 150. So the market yeah. swings like crazy. Um, COVID has a, had a crazy impact on that. But the other thing is yeah. just the fact like everyone saw the last dance and just they're like, Michael Jordan's the fucking greatest and I want more of his shit. It, just to put it the simplest way possible. Um, yeah. and, I, and I felt the same way too. I went back and got, uh, I love Jordan 7s. I went back and got some 7s I missed out on. Um, not even missed out on, just was kind of like, eh, I don't need them right now. Uh, um, I hear you. So the last dance effect right now is in full storm. Um, you know, we've got red 14s tomorrow. Like those red 14s, do you think they would have sold out prior to the last dance? Absolutely not, man. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no way. Those things are, I don't know. But they're nice. I mean, they're, I'm not, they're nice. And Good I actually blocking. prefer those. I prefer those over like a Ferrari 14. Like mm -hmm. that's way more wearable than like a red, a whole red suede shoe, you know, like, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's, the 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 pandemic definitely flipped things on its head quite a bit i feel like like i don't i don't know what sits what flies i'm surprised that all these i mean i knew jordan 1s were obviously like being a jordan 1 collector like you are i'm always like on track i'm always keeping track of like oh like how much are these going for now but i feel like the the speed at which they're jumping is crazy. Like you said, those baby Dior's, like those racer one, those blue racers, like they're like 300 to 350. I'm like, what? Like yeah. those just came out like a month and a half ago. Like what's yeah. going on? How, right now? how are they jumping this much? Yeah. I think I would say part of that is tied to like uh, the last dance obviously got more people aware and considering buying. And I think it's the general population getting, like sneakers are becoming more global, more just accepted in regular culture. It's normal to wear sneakers, et cetera, et cetera, even though we're not leaving our houses. But 
people don't know where to get them and they've heard of StockX and Go and they see, well, okay, I guess they're 250 bucks. So for me to feel right. cool or accepted, I guess I got to spend 250 bucks, 300 bucks to buy these. This is what it is. I really like these. They don't know any better. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a really interesting time for sneakers. That's kind of why, I mean, why we started Soul Savvy. I just think it's bullshit that there's nothing in the market for the consumer, for the customer. There's no, nothing, it really, nothing it's about like, enabling you to succeed and buy what you want. It's just about nickel and diming you. 100%. It's 100. Like, I totally agree. Like, um, it's like so extreme, right? Like there's no middle, like, I mean, I'm sure there is, but for someone like me, there's no middle ground, right? Like I'm looking at, I was looking at like those like snakeskin blazers. I've always really liked that pair and they're going for really cheap. They're like, I think someone, someone put a bid in for like 80 bucks or something like that. And mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, wow, 80 bucks. Like, I don't even remember the last time I bought a shoe for less than a hundred dollars. Like yeah. that's unheard of. So 80 bucks, that's crazy. And then I look at right. SB dunk dog walkers that came out last year and people yes, hated on that pair. Yeah. Oh, I love that pair. I walk my dog. That's the only shoe I'll walk my dog in. That's what I want them I for. <laughs> exactly. You I just want to walk my it, dog man. in them. And so I remember when those dropped, there wasn't, it was like, eh, like they're corny, blah, blah, blah. And they were going for like maybe like 20 bucks, 30 bucks over retail. And now you look at them, they're like 290, 350. Oh, it's they're like five, they're 500 it's, right now. Oh my gosh. It's just like, it's just so extreme, right? There's no like, oh, I'll pay like $40 over retail. I'll pay $50 over retail. It's either like, oh, I got to go like $300 over retail. It's just, it just, it's a, it puts you in a really like compromising position. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think it's, I think it's bullshit. No, I totally agree. It's, it's a terrible feeling. And yeah, I just, you know, I'm not, we're not going to dive into this too much because like I could go on for an hour, but like <laughs> Foot, Foot Locker investing $190 million into GOAT is complete bullshit to me. And Nike shouldn't have allowed it. Um, it should have been, I don't know, antitrust, what the fuck the laws are like. It's just, it is just complete horse crap to me that a company that's responsible for getting product into your hands for retail also is dabbling in the fact they're going to make profit having people resell it. And the, like, right. I don't know if you remember seeing them, they talked about taking their biggest stores and dedicating, you know, some footlocker stores have like a Jordan section, a yeah, yeah, section, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They want to yeah, dedicate yeah, yeah. a like section the house of hoops, like the house of hoops, yeah. right? Like, yeah, they want to dedicate a section in their stores and their, in their floor plan to goat. So you can come in and sell and, you know, drop it off in there and buy from them. And so to me, it's like, Oh, am I just going to go to the till it? and buy a Jordan one on release day and then turn around to the goat section and drop it off. Like that's is that terrible. Where, is that where we're going? And that's what they want to do. So I think that's bullshit. Um, we're going to find that's ways really, to, yeah, that's, that's messed up, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, anyways, yeah, I don't fuck with it. I it defeats the purpose of having a retail store. Why even have a retail store? <sighs> this is why, this is why we've launched so savvy, man. We are going to, we are going to change this, this industry for the better one member at a time, one person at a time. And hopefully, convince Nike one day that we need our own account and uh, they can give us a whole allocation of the most hyped dunks, you know, give us all 17 pairs that they're giving other stores. <laughs> well, I mean, if, I mean, I, I claim to not like to do this, like where don't hit me up in my DMS asking for shoes and stuff, but don't if, say it. <laughs> and, and I, and I always tell the homies, you know, like 
you're you're one of the homies. Like if 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 you ever need anything from from Asia that you know you can't get in the states, just let me know, man. We'll figure out a way. Oh, you're talking to me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm talking oh, to I you. It. I thought you were. Yeah, no, let, let's just clarify. You were you were not saying this for everyone listening to hit you up on Instagram because I thought that's what you. I thought that's you were going, and I was like, don't. No, don't I do said it. I said I, I I tell people not to do that, but for for you know in in these situations, it's just like it's just not fun, man. It makes buying sneakers so stressful. It's like you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to feel like you gotta like skimp out on other things to save money to i mean i mean i mean it's it's a lifestyle we're all used to now right it's like yeah. this is the norm now like yeah. we're all used to this but it's a it's a terrible feeling to have to feel like man i just want i just want to buy a pair of chicago's oh i gotta pay 1200 bucks for a pair of chicago's yeah. now it's like but but you know like new release stuff like that's mental you know I, the, I, the best thing i can tell you right now is like for example um you know, the Travis Scott 270s, I, I do not like. I hate. Mm-hmm. I, I have a pair. It's I, gonna, don't like, I don't like them. It's, it's going to sit there until I have a good something good to do with it. I don't know whether that's a trade or, or what it will be. But at the same day, I brought I bought the Jordan Delta and like that the Vegeta Tan. Um, oh, that's a nice pair. I like those, man. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I love that shoe. I wear that shoe all the time. That shoe makes me happier than a Travis Scott. 270 because you have to detach yourself from the fact that some sort of system is telling you that this is worth this much right value and you are assigning to that to yourself mentally like if the delta was 500 bucks on StockX, everyone would want it what makes it 500 bucks it sells out or stock is low or some celebrity wears it like right people, people need to get past that i and that I, I really want especially going forward like you can look really good in a gr jordan one um, and people are, I mean, Jordan ones are selling out. It's a terrible example, but you know, you get my point. You can buy a generally shoe. That's just looks good. Nice color blocking, nice style, nice materials. And no one's going to judge you for wearing that. Uh, most people don't even know what the fuck you're wearing when you wear something like high heat, um, like a Chicago, yeah. they, just, they just see a red and white shoe. Um, but we've assigned that mental dollar value in our heads because I know. we're trained to it. Um, you know, it's consumerism to a T, but this is not a lecture hall. So I'll stop. Um, <laughs> Buy what you like and wear what you like, guys. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, I agree. This this message up. sponsored by DP. Yeah, and, and, and Shanghai. <laughs> so, um, look, man, it was it was good to have you on. Um, thanks for for jumping on. I know it's late for you, um, early for me. It took us like a solid 15 minutes to figure out what times <laughs> we were going to do this because <laughs> we didn't realize what, what how far apart we were. Um, but yeah, it was good to chat. Thanks for thanks for being a member and, and jumping on. I'm sure we'll do this again when some I see something outlandish on your Instagram that we don't have in stock here. Yeah, anytime, brother. 